welcome to Thanks for Being Here, a very short pod that comes out every Sunday morning as Sundays are such a good time to let go of the day-to-day and touch base with what matters, what will matter, and what will have mattered. The answer to that question for me is often found in ceremonies. I could watch strangers get married once a week, and I'm even more affected by funerals, sitting in a service, taking in the story of one life, just another ordinary person, who they loved and who loved them. In a way, eulogies are about the most succinct source of clarity and direction I can think of. So I ask listeners who have lost someone dear to share their words, and every week I'll read one eulogy here so that we don't forget. There is a point to the pain. We have much to offer. We affect each other deeply, and that ordinary lives are really kind of exquisite when you look at them closely. This is Thanks for Being Here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates' national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. This week's Thanks for Being Here is from a woman named Nancy Walsh. And she says, I don't know if you're still compiling these final tributes to those your listeners have loved most in the world, but I hope you'll continue to do so and continue to share them with us. They are so very lovely. I'd like to share the eulogy my sister and I gave for our sweet mom. We stood hand in hand, my beautiful sister, so shy and nervous, but committed to doing what she felt was her duty as the oldest of six and me, the youngest and most verbose daughter, grateful to share the moment with her and speak these words to and about our cherished little Ellie. It will always be one of the most beautiful and heartbreaking moments of my life, and it gives me joy to share it with you today. Ordinarily, this time of reflection is meant to provide the opportunity for family members to tell everyone how special the person they have come to honor is. Looking around this church, reading countless stories of lives she's touched, and reflecting on the extraordinary life of our mom, we realize that the only person who didn't know how truly special Ellie O'Connor was is Ellie O'Connor. Perhaps our greatest wish for our mom throughout her life is that she would one day come to see herself the way we did. We know with God's grace, today will be that day. And so most of our words today will not be to each of you, but to her, from each of you, and each of us, all who have been touched by her beautiful soul. Dear Mom, I'm sure you're a bit surprised that I am the one standing here in front of a church full of people speaking on behalf of all of us. But as the first one blessed enough to call you Mom, I wanted to show you that because of your quiet love, we could do anything. That said, I'm sure you're not at all surprised that I did bring my not exactly introverted sister to stand by my side. Oh, Mom, how do we put into words all that you are to us? You also were not a woman of words. You were a woman of action. Perhaps the best way to put you in words is to speak of those actions, those small, great acts of love upon which every person in our family stands. 
You were pure magic, Mom. If anyone happened to speak or even think the quietest wishes of their heart with you in the room, you somehow made it happen quietly, humbly, without attention or fanfare, as only you could. Like when Brian happened to mention in the first weeks of college how much he enjoyed mail, he somehow had a perfect crisp dollar bill enclosed letter in his mailbox every week for five years. Or when the lids to our Tupperware seemed to have disappeared, or the threads on our towels seemed a bit bare, or batteries in the flameless candles you bought us were just about ready to expire. Somehow you always knew before we even knew ourselves. And new containers, towels, batteries, ever-renewed security and peace appeared without a word. Or when Aunt Lily happened to mention how a little cushion she saw might make her more comfortable, and the package you somehow managed to order between hospital visits this summer appeared on her lap the very day we said goodbye to you. Or when a neighbor, church friend, mentioned that she liked a certain type of food, your beloved hairdresser mentioned her little boy likes a certain book, a faraway friend conveyed with the sound of her voice that she was a little lonely. Whatever they needed to make them feel seen, heard, or loved came into existence at exactly the moment it was needed. Even more than your doing, Mom, was simply your being. You were there always, like the Holy Spirit, a guardian angel, a whisper, never, ever making it about you, never forcing your will or wishes. Did you even have wishes beyond those you had for us? Just quietly making every important moment in our lives more special with your touch. Every grandchild was welcomed with a week of pure love as you moved about our homes, giving our sweet bundles mom-mom baths in our sinks, ovens on and open to keep them warm, glasses of ice water ever filled by our sides as you placed those bundles back in our arms and whisked off to fold laundry or make a meal. So our only job was simply to love those babies as you taught us. Every christening, communion party, or graduation was preceded by a week of your magic as you came yet again quietly flitting about our homes, hanging curtains, placing the oh-so-perfect mementos, making food and memories that effortlessly wove your goodness into every part of our lives. Every recital, prom picture gathering, game, or special event, you were there, never even realizing that you were the most important person in the room. You were the one everyone wanted beside them in the picture or looked for in the crowd. Every day, for almost 65 years, you stood beside Dad, chopping his salads exactly the way he likes, listening to his stories many, many times over, always watching so you'd catch and answer every need, wish, or hope, spoken or unspoken. Because as much as you loved all of us, you always knew that loving him was what you were born to do. How did you not know, Mom, that while Dad was the energy and the spirit of our magical sacred Christmases, you were the heart, the one who came like the baby Jesus, simply, humbly, perfectly, to give us the true spirit of Christmas, the true spirit of love, year after year. Through each perfectly wrapped gift, painstakingly chosen so that each person felt like the most important person in the world, each baby Jesus cake, each pierogi, you put Christ and pure joy gently but firmly into our hearts. That each of us have the image of your crooked little fingers, the one that pinched a million pierogies, that gently tickled our arms, that stroked the cheeks of our babies, etched into our brains as the physical representation of unconditional love. 
that each time you asked with pure humility why we all loved you so much, we were struck silent as we thought, how does she not know she's everybody's favorite person in the universe? How does she not know that she is love? But that's just who you were, Mom. Of course she didn't know how special you were because that would imply that even for a moment you took the time to think about yourself at all. How did we get so blessed? In your final moments with us, as we surrounded you with love and did our best to find a way to say goodbye, you, of course, gave us one last beautiful gift. Although your tiny body was shutting down and you were so very tired, you managed to let us know you were not afraid. As hard as it is to let you go, you gave us the strength to give you back to the only being who could possibly love you more than we did. Even with your last breath, you gave us exactly what we needed. If standing here today and sharing story after little Ellie's story would keep you here with us, I think every person in this church would happily settle in for the long haul. But it's your time now, Mom. Time to enjoy your new home, continuing to look out for us as you always have, but finally, finally resting in the recognition of your incomprehensible goodness. Rest well, sweet little Ellie. We love you so very much. We'll see you on Tuesday for another episode of Kelly Corgan Wonders and then on Friday for another episode of For the Good of the Order. Thanks for being here.